What it is, guys, your boy Alan, the episode of Alanizing, and today we got Champions League, man. Group stage just ended. The draws for the round of 16 just happened. That's why I waited to see the results, and we had a little bit of controversy with the redraw, but we're going to get into that later. But first, man, let's get into the group stage. So Group A consisted of Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, RB Leipzig, and Club Bruges. No surprises here. The two big dogs finished at first and second place with Man City finishing first with 12 and Paris Saint-Germain finished second with 11. Leipzig third with seven and Club Bruges fourth with four. Obviously the two highlight matchups were Paris versus City. And on the first meeting between City versus uh, PSG, PSG beat them two to zero in Paris. And the second group stage game, City got the revenge, 2-1 at the Edith, man. I remember the, the last game more recently because obviously it happened recently. And things, they went to thanks, goals, thanks to the goals of Raheem Sterling and Bernardo Silva. I do remember the Messi's goal on the first group stage, and that was all goal. Awesome. Big goal loss. But other than that, Manchester City had two losses, which is one to Leipzig, I think, like, the beginning. No, the Leipzig recently, like the last group stage, and then the one to Paris. And then Paris lost to City, but they drew or won the rest of the games. Leipzig, they were challenging in there, man. Other group, other times they would make it, but they don't have noggles, man, so obviously not there. And then Club Bruges, come on, bros. Club Bruges, I feel bad for them, but they were there. And they were putting, they, 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 at least they won, right? Yeah, they won a game. I'm pretty sure they did they won a game, and it was versus Leipzig. Yes, 2-1. So, congratulations. Moving on to Group B, which consisted of Liverpool, Atleti, Porto, and Milan. Liverpool finished first with all the points. 18 points. They won all their games. That's pretty... That's pretty, I was going to say interesting. That's not the right word there, really. That's pretty impressive. Very impressive, right? And that's with, with Atleti in your group. Atletico is a surprising one, bro. They finished second, but with seven. Seven points. They lost more draw. They lost more games than they won. 3-2. Lost three games. Only won two games, bro. Like, wow. And Porto finished third with five. And Milan finished fourth with four points now obviously highlight of the game was Atleti versus Liverpool and Liverpool beat them all time bro. they beat them 2-0 and they beat them 3-2 so the first game was in uh, Madrid and Liverpool beat them 3-2 and then the last one was in Anfield and they beat them 2-0 so what's Wednesday so Liverpool, man, they were just dominating this group. Milan surprised me, bro. I thought they would do better. You know, Zlatan getting his stuff in with Pioli. But no, they no, they did not. They did not make it there. But Porto did. Porto was doing pretty good. I think they're like, I'm pretty sure they're first place right now in the Portuguese league. So Porto's getting in there, and they're on to the round of 16. So congrats. Congrats to them. I'm just kidding. No, they're not. <laughs> But they keep going on, man. They keep going on. Gotta do what they gotta do. They're out here. But let's keep going. 
Let's move on to group C. Ajax. Sporting CP. And Dort wait, Dortmund and Besiktas. Ajax finished on top of their group with 18 points. So they also won all their games. But thanks to Sebastian Haller. But who are we going to get into that? Great stuff, bro. Sporting CP, surprise, they finished second. Now they both, him, Doim, and Dortmund had the same amount of points at nine. But, and they had the same uh, games won with three, and then they had the same games lost with three. But Sporting passed just because of goal difference. Two to Dortmund's negative one. Wow. Wow. So surprising. Dortmund's left out around the 16 Erling Holland left out he's gonna leave because Erling Holland loves the Champions League that's what he said he loves the Champions League so there's a lot of speculation of him leaving which I mean probably would have left earlier anyways but now there's even more and he's probably gonna leave he's gonna leave after this season he's out and Besiktas finished fourth with zero that sucks, folks. Besiktas in the Turkish League, they're dominant. They're dominant, but not in the Champions League. And we'll move on to Group D, which consisted of Real Madrid, Inter Milan, Sheriff, and Shakhtar. Real Madrid finished first in the group with 15 points. You already know, only one loss, and that was to Sheriff. I think it was to Sheriff. Yes, it was to Sheriff. I think they beat us like 1-0. No, they beat us 2-1. Beat us 2-1, Stango Bernabeu. And that was a shocker, man. That was a shocker. That was pretty good. Uh, the second golazo that they had. I forgot who it was, but he had a golazo, man. And I don't even hate Sheriff for that, bro. We played bad. And then Sheriff took advantage of that. But the rest of the group stage games, we dominated. We beat Milan twice. Beat them in San Siro 1-0. And then we beat them to Santiago Bernabeu 2-0. Thanks to a golazo from Tony Cruz. And then we've been on fire lately, bro. For all competitions, we've run like 10 straight games. That's fire. And then we beat Shakhtar 5-0. Like, you know, we, just, we beat all these teams except for Sheriff. But then we avenged that game, beating them at their own house 3-0. So we avenged that loss and we were, we were just chilling, man. So we finished the group 15. Inter Milan finished it with 10, second with 10 points. Sheriff finished it third with 7. And Shakhtar finished last with two so let's go on let's move on to group e group e consisted of Bayern, benfica barca and dynamo kiev no surprise Bayern won this one this group with 18 points so they won all their group games benfica finished second with eight barca with seven and dynamo kiev with one Bayern beat Barca and they're both both group stage matches three to zero. So uh six zero aggregates. And it was deserved, man. It was deserved. Bayern just a better team. And Barca right now are in rebuild mode. They have not I don't know. They did, they just got a new manager because Coleman was for Coleman was the first manager for the three zero. And then when they played in Bavaria, Chavi was the manager and they still got beat three zero, man. But Barca's in a real building mode. It's not sad for me to see because, you know, I, I don't like Barca. So this is great. This is great to see him suffer and fail and go to the Europa, Europa League. But I, I feel bad for some of the fans. My homies that are fans for them, I feel bad for them. But for the club and the annoying fans, no. 
suffer. Suffer. And they even lost to Benfica 3-0. So that's, that's not good either, man. But obviously, Bayern, well, well I've been listening to they're probably going to win. And they did in Group E. Group F consisted of Manchester United, Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Surprisingly, Manchester United finished first with 11. Villarreal right behind them with 10. Atlanta third with 6. And Young Boys with 5th. I mean, 5 points. Manchester United, they won 3 other games. Which was pretty surprising. They lost one to Young Boys. The first one, they lost to Young... First group stage game, they lost to Young Boys. But then they beat Villarreal 2-1. And they beat Atlanta 3-2. And then they avenged their loss to Young Boys by beating them. I think they beat them back. Pretty sure they did. want to say they did. Oh, no, they didn't. They tied with them 1-1. So Young Boys never beat them. I mean, yeah, Manchester United never beat Young Boys. That's tragic. That's tragic. But, you know, at least they swept through. United swept through with Ole. Now they have a new manager and Ralph Rodney as the interim head coach. We don't know if he's going to stay for another season. He said he's going to stay. The contract is that he's going to stay for the rest of this season. And then he's going to have a two-year director's role. So let's see how that is. Let's see how they pick the next going in. And Ronnie, bro, Ronnie saved them a thousand in the group stage, bro. Having last-minute goals. Ronnie just saved these. Ronnie just saved Manchester United, and he's the reason why they're in the round of 16 for the Champions League. Moving on to Group G, we got Lille, Salzburg, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg. Lille was the first one in this group. I thought it would be Sevilla, but no, Sevilla finished third. Lille finished first with 11, Salzburg finished second with 10, Sevilla third with 6, and Wolfsburg 5. Sevilla, they should have given me something, you know. I think, I think they're second. Second or third in La Liga right now, so I thought they would have been higher, especially in this group. I thought they'd beat Salzburg or Lille. They did not. They did not. That was very disappointing. See, they tied with Salzburg, and then they tied with Wolfsburg, and then they they tied with Lille. So they just kept having for the first stages. So it was very disappointing for Sevilla. I thought Julian Lepetegui would have his guys ready. But they did not, and they finished third, and Leo finished first. So, congrats all to Leo. Last group, Group H, Juventus, Chelsea, Zenit, and Momo. Juventus finished first with 15 points in a close race with Chelsea at 13, Zenit third with five, and Momo last with one. Juventus versus Chelsea was obviously the highlights of the games, right? The first group stage they have. Was Juventus beating Chelsea in Turin 1-0. Then at Stamford Bridge, Chelsea beat Juventus 4-0. So that's a mix-up. But at the last group stage games, Juventus beat Malmo. And Chelsea tied with Zenit St. Petersburg 3-3. Which, which made Juventus get the first place spot. And now they, that's why they won there. Moving on to the round of 16. Yeah. The round of 16 preview. So, we're getting to the, we're getting to the draw. The redraw. They explain all the whole that. 
So UEFA redid the original draw because of errors that they had, like they committed, like putting Manchester United and Villarreal in the same pot to draw when that cannot be possible because according to UEFA's rules, because they were both because they were both in the same group, same as Atleti and Liverpool. UEFA tried to fix it by switching a few matches up. So so the original like, you know, like switching them. That was already the draw, but then they switched like some teams manually. So the original draw was Real Madrid versus Benfica, Villarreal versus City, Atleti versus Bayern, Salzburg versus Liverpool, Inter versus Ajax, Juventus versus Sporting, Chelsea versus Lille, and PSG versus Manchester United. But then fans and journalists were saying it's not a random draw anymore because they're picking, handpicking who to switch, right? So they said it's unfair. So then UEFA redrew it and they're explaining was... I quote, following a technical problem with the software of an external service provider that instructs the officials as to which teams are eligible to play each other, a material error occurred in the draw for the UEFA Champions League round of 16, end quote. And another quote that I did later, as a result of this, the draw has been declared void and will be entirely done, redone at 1500 SET time, end quote. So, the end results were of the redraw. Real Madrid versus PSG, Villarreal versus Juventus, Atleti versus Manchester United, Salzburg versus Bayern, Inter versus Liverpool, City versus Sporting, Benfica versus Ajax, and Chelsea versus Lille was the only one that was untouched. So, that was the results, last results of the redraw. Now, my thoughts on the redraw. I don't think this is con- I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. Right? That UEFA has some agenda against some teams. Like even for my team, and my team, Real Madrid, my club is the one that's saying that UEFA has something against us because of the, the Super League and all the stuff we've had with them. So right, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories. But I don't think it's for this draw. Because for what I remember, this is the first time I've ever seen anything where a draw like this has an error. So everyone killing Wait for first. I don't think they should like how they're doing it. I think they're overdoing it because right? I think their reaction is due to the history of the corruption and the conspiracy theories in UEFA, which is valid, right? Because other things we should kill UEFA for, but for this circumstance, I don't think we should. All right, it was probably just a careless mistake. They didn't pay attention too much. Didn't pay too much attention to it. It did cost teams. Like, it wasn't, like, a big overall, like, the world is ending. But it did cost teams and their fans on the field and, for some, off the field, which is Real Madrid with Mbappe. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Real Madrid versus PSG, round 16, right? As a Madrid fan, I'm skeptic because we had Benfica, which talent-wise is inferior to PSG. But it's probably a blessing in disguise. Maybe our guys, maybe our guys would have was gonna overlook Benfica. Alright, now that we drew PSG and um, like first over overlooking Benfica, we could have been caught slipping and we would have lost. But now that we drew PSG, I feel like they'll take it more seriously. But the eye test tells us that PSG are beatable. They don't really play as a team. The front three, the front three of Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, and I think Neymar is going to play for this game. You know, she should. 
They're notorious for not pressing. And if they don't produce, nothing occurs for PSG. So we have a chance. I think the score in France for the first leg is going to be 1-1, but we're going to win in aggregate. Some storylines for this was Sergio Ramos returning returning to Real Madrid, man. A PSG uniform. I don't know if he's going to play or not, but he's coming back. It's going to be pretty emotional, man. Pretty emotional. I hope the Madrid fans should. The ones who are there should honor him, applaud him, whatever he does. He's the captain, bro. Capi. He's been with us forever. Four Champions Leagues. I think three La Liga titles. Bunch of titles. I can't even name all the titles he's had with us, bro. My favorite player ever, personally. So I'll be cheering for him. Even if he scores a goal, I'll be like, yeah, Sergio. Because that's my boy. So pretty emotional with him returning. Another headline is Mbappe to Real Madrid in the January transfer window can be affected. Because do you really think PSG is going to sell one of their best players to the opponent, to a club that they're going to face in a month's time? Like a month after January, that's the club they're going to face in the Champions League and they're going to sell one of their best players to them. And now UEFA changed the rule like two years ago where... A, per, uh, a player playing in a club before January of that season, and then in January in the transfer window, they move to another club that's in the Champions, Champions League before they couldn't play, and now they could play. So then if, Roma, for, if Mbappe came to Real Madrid in January, he could play in the Champions League in February. So I'm pretty sure PSG doesn't want that. Don't want one of their best players playing for the opposition. I would, though. I, well, of course I would. But that sucks. Let's see if PSG actually will do it. I don't think they will. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Come on. Come on, Mbappe. Force your way out, bro. Force your way out. Villarreal versus Juve was the second drawing. Though Juve has, Juve has been struggling this season... They are still the favorites, in my opinion. They got the better squad, man. They got Kulishevsky. Kulishevsky to go. No, I'm just kidding. But you got Dybala. You got La Hoya. You got Max Allegri. Good man. Good manager. You still got Benucci. You still got Weston McKinney. So you still got good. You still got Federico Chiesa. So you, just, you got better players than what Villarreal has. Now, Villarreal will push, though, because they also have good players. But like I was saying, I think... Juve's quality is better, but they got players like Gerard Moreno, Dani Parejo, uh, Torre, uh, Pau Torres, defender, and Unai Emery's, who's the his favorite tournament is the Europa League, so he doesn't do really good in the Champions League. So I think Juve just has a better team, but they win the first leg two. I think Villarreal actually wins the first leg two one, but then they, but then when they go back to Turin, Juventus turns it around and they go through Atleti versus Manchester United we did have Manchester United versus PSG first which would have been a great match would have been Cristiano versus Messi you know all those headlines but we still got some intriguing things in this draw we got Cristiano versus Simeone again showing the cojones man can CR7 pull another hat trick and beat Simeone in the Champions League again he did it with Real Madrid he did it with Juventus can he do it with Manchester United we'll see you got attacking football 
pressing high football versus which is a Ragnick's style to Simeone's defensive style. Park the bus. Let's only do counters. That's what you got in this real tie, right? You also got intriguing matchups from individual players. You got Suarez versus Varane. Varane always going against Suarez all those years in the in La Liga. You got CR7 versus the Atletico defense of Savic, Jose Maria Jimenez. So it's going to be good. Oh, Felipe is going to be good. I want to see this, bro. It was a kind of tough draw to predict, but I'm taking Atleti at home. First leg, 1-0, because they're going to park the bus, and everyone's going to be cheering for Atleti, and they'll get one counter goal. That's what they're going to get. It's going to be 1-0, but in the second leg, I think Ronnie is going to show up. He's going to hunt, but I still take Atleti. I don't know. I just feel like Atleti's going to win for some reason, because I don't trust Manchester United right now, especially with the new manager. I like Ragnik, but I don't know what's going to happen, man. So I'm going to go with Atleti. Sure, we got Bayern versus Salzburg. I don't think Salzburg is going to make it interesting. All right? I don't. I just don't see it. Too much. Bayern has too much talent, and they're such a unit. They got so much good. They got good chemistry. Like, they all know each other. They all play well. It just all blends in. And it's going to be too much for Salzburg, bro. I'm saying Bayern. Like, look, look how much talent they got. They got Lewandowski, man. You got Mueller. You got Leroy, Nabry. And they switched out with Coleman. I think Kimmich is coming back. Gretzka's the, oh, my, I love Gretzka. You got Defense. You got Sol. Nicholas Sol. Pavard. Davies. Opa McConnell. Neuer. Like, this whole team, bro, it's just so good. And I think they're going to demolish them, both legs. But on the first leg, I got Bayern winning 4-1. Inter versus Liverpool, pretty compelling draw. I think Inter can make it a good draw, man. I think they can make it like an actual competition. They got the squad. You know, they got Altaro Martinez, Persic, Nicolo Borrella. You got the fullback. You got Bastoni. You got Skriniar. I think he's still there. If you're not there, you still got Borosovic. That's a good team, bro. But I'm still taking Klopp and the Reds. I, they've been on fire. When I say, like I previously said, won all six group games. They got great chemistry. I'm taking them 3-1 in the San Cito. I got Liverpool 3-1 in the San Cito, and they go to the quarterfinals, man. I don't know the second one, but they're going to go to the end. City versus Sporting, another year. Another easy draw for Man City, bruh. The annual City round of 16 win. All right, to make it to the quarterfinals or the or the semifinals or the finals and then collapse. But let's get to real, man, real stuff. Real analysis. City City's obviously better. All right, obviously better than them. They have the better talent. You know, obviously as a manager. You got Bernardo Silva's playing out of his mind. You got Raheem. You got Kevin De Bruyne. You got defensive animals, bro. And Ruben Diaz, Joe Cancelo versus Tal fullback. So, you know, they got a better squad. And the real story is, can City actually win it this year? Will they actually make it to the final and win? That's the story for City every year from now on, bro. Doesn't matter. That's just, that's just going to worry. Story's always going to be that. As long as Pep's there, it's going to be the story. Can he win it with City? And let's see. Well, I think City win the first leg. 
Benfica versus Ajax, 50-50 draw. I like Ajax, though. I like ten. I like Eric Ten Hag, good manager. I like players like Sebastian Haller with 10 UCL goals. 10. That's the most of everybody. And we're going to get into the stats later, but that's the most. If He scored the most goals in the Champions League this season with guys like Erling, with guys like Robert Lewandowski, with guys like Messi, guys like Ronnie. He led them with 10. You got David Nines, who's still there. You got Dusan Tadic, who's still there. You got my boy Edson Alvarez, El Machin, who's still there, man. And Ajax, they will be the players to push them. That's Benfica, and I got them winning them in the first leg, 2-1. to one. And it's time to lose. Last matchup, we got Chelsea versus Lille. Again, I think Chelsea have this one. It's just a better squad. Like I'm saying, like, I'm telling you, most of these games who got better squad. Okay, and actually, and they are a team, a great team under to not just the guys of talent, but like Bayern, they have talent, but they are a team. They're a unit. They know how to play with each other, especially under Tuchel. They're reigning UCL champs. Like, also, you think about their squad. You got Reese James right now, right back. People are saying he's like the best right back right now, right? People are saying that. You got Edward Mendy, who's a good goalkeeper. You got Thiago Silva, veteran. He's got. I like him. I think. I think Kante's coming back. Kovacic, baller. Jorginho was in top three in Ballon d'Or, which I don't agree with, but I mean he was there. He was there. You got Lukaku coming back. Kai Havertz. So yeah, squad, bro. Squad. But let's see. I'm actually surprised they were actually second in the group. But you know it's football, and it, it was Juventus, right? So it's not like some scrub speed. I'm like, nah. It was Juventus, so. Let's see. I think Chelsea win in Stamford Bridge 2-0 in the first leg. And I don't know what happens in the second leg, but they're going to pass to the quarterfinals. Let's get on to the stats. Like I previously mentioned, Sebastian Haller finished first with goals scored with 10. Lewandowski finished second with 9. Mo Salah finished third with 7. And in in Kong... if I see Nkunku finished third with seven, like Mo Salah. And then Ronaldo finished five with six. For the assists, Bruno Fernandez was the assist king with six. Anthony of Ajax was five. Mbappe was three. Finished third place with four assists, tied with uh, Sane at four. So both of them have both of them were tied at three with four. Jude Bellingham tied with Vinicius Jr. at five, both having three assists. Jim's pretty good, bro. Ball. And then for the goalkeepers, you got Athanelis. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name, but for, for plays for Sheriff. And he had 29 saves. 29. And then I mean, Simon Mingalet from Club Bruges had 28. Benfica's goalkeeper had 22, Courtois had 22, Musso from Atlanta had 21, and Rulli from Villarreal had 21. So that was the end of the Champions League, guys. This is a group stage. It's big time Champions League now, bro. Big time. Round 16. This is, the, this is where people get in the knockout stage. People get knocked out. Round 16 is a little warm up for the knockout stage. Quarterfinals is when it 
is when things get serious. Round 16 is starting to heat things up. Quarterfinals when things get serious. This is, this is do or die in a Champions League. And I'm excited. And I'll see y'all in February. Peace.